I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Thanks very much. Thanks so much. How kind. How utterly pathetic playing my own applause. I burnt my lip. <laughs> Classic self-sabotage. Why not? I burnt my lip. Um, hello. Good morning. Welcome. Uh, welcome to Series 4 of Not Today. Thank you. Uh, we're live on YouTube. Uh, if you're listening to this as a regular podcast, then obviously there's no point going to YouTube because it's been done. That's the linearity of time for you kids. Uh, classic self-sabotage. Uh, I look like I've stapled a couple of button mushrooms to my lips. Uh, I was deep frying some seitan yesterday, and I used to add one fork to drop it in, and then one fork to fish it out, and then I confused the forks and put the one that was the temperature of boiling oil into my mouth. It's a good char, great char. Hello, welcome along. It's lovely to have you here. Um, so much to uh, tell you about uh, in terms of uh, how this is all going to work. It's a complete revamp. Not only are we live on YouTube, but there's there's almost format points here. Jem um, and Rick, good morning to you uh, watching the live stream. Uh, Rick says, morning, Jake, morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, everybody. And Jem uh, says, good morning. Uh, my fellow Yapostles, lovely to have you here. Um, so we, there's sort of almost kind of format now. So Fridays remain the same. Fridays are Davy days and how wonderful they are. And uh, you can't watch that live on YouTube, um, but uh, patrons, they can watch that. Um, but Monday to Thursday, we're, we're sort of changing it up a little bit. The way it's going to work is on Mondays, we might have a guest. We might have a quiz. I mean, we'll have all the old the old stuff as well. Don't worry. They'll still be the same random, inarticulate gubbins. But uh, you're just trying to inject some content. And then Tuesday to Thursday, there's like a sort of a brief. There's like an arc to the week. So on Tuesday, we decide uh, what we, what's going to be the subject of this week's kind of mini musical. That sounds ominous, doesn't it? Sounds terrible. Uh, but I think it's going to work. And... It could be, you know, a current affair, something zeitgeisty, something cultural. And I use that term very, very loosely. Um, on Wednesday, we'll workshop it together. And then on Thursday, I'll deliver the uh, finished musical. 
that's how it's going to work. That's that's the thing. Um, but there's 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 so many things going on. Uh, for example, we've now got a phone number, and uh, you can leave like a voicemail on WhatsApp if you want. I've done a jingle and everything. You can WhatsApp Jake yeah, on oh seven eight six two oh three two six five four. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. It'd be lovely to uh, have something from you. Now, I believe my guest is here, Mike Wright. Are you there? Hello, I am here. Oh, my God, that's amazing. I love that the first time I've actually ever spoken to you is doing this. That's a <laughs> nice cavalier approach. And you're starting your morning with a can of... Is that Monster? Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't drink um, coffee and I'm feeling somewhat low energy today. So, yes, it is, uh, it's Monster Pacific punch nice. which i'm i'm led to believe in, includes inos inositol and b vitamins i, right? I honestly is. i'm a real inositolic uh i <laughs> i need to hit some of that because i can't i can't do hot drinks right now for ah, because of your mm. disgusting lips it's <laughs> thank you thank you very much it's just i saw the promotional video you put out and it started with a close-up of the lips and yeah. i was like oh this is Bleak. Yeah, it's it's really bad. Uh, what but... were you cooking? I, it sounded like you said Satan. Yes. Yeah, I roasted him. Um, oh, okay. I uh, I was cooking. Yeah, it's um, Satan. It's uh, okay. It's a vegan sort of kink. It's it's very high protein flour. Okay. And you mix it up with some stock. And it coagulates fast into a kind of, it looks like sort of, was it the blobs? What was that? There was like a B movie with the, the, the blobs. It came from the blobs or something. I don't know. Blobs, alien blobs from Mars or something. It was like, what's the cheapest alien we could create? It would be that. And nice. then um, you, uh, and then you boil it for an hour and then you can do what you like. You can roast it. You can fry it. You just abuse it. And um, and then you tell yourself it's as good as bacon. <laughs> <laughs> With mixed results. So uh, that's that's what I did. Anyway, hey, welcome to the podcast. It's really exciting to Hi. have you here. I am a big fan of your stuff. And uh, your output is quite prolific. Tell everyone what you do, because I don't think I'm going to exp- I'm going to explain it very well. Uh, I, I write a newsletter called Conquest the Useless, which is a, a seven days a week. It's a media criticism newsletter, so it covers the, the all aspects, it, often of the usually of the British press. I should cover um, other press a bit more, but frankly, stuff like uh, New York Times, uh, there's often interesting stories around, but it's very boring um, <laughs> to write about because it's a very boring newspaper, very boring headlines. Whereas uh, you know, British tabloids are quite entertaining. It's also it's apart. that thing I've had. You know, other times in my life, uh, I find it quite hard to make things about things that are good. Like if they're yes. good, it's it's really hard. When if they're bad, it's just it's just really fun. <laughs> I do I I do try to. So I I do. There's a my newsletter is free, but then there's a paid option, and, and and with the paid option, you get some extra stuff. And one of the extra things is a. Saturday email, which features like articles that I've read in the week that are actually good, hmm. um, because you know I don't. <laughs> being a journalist and ripping apart journalism all the time, I do think sometimes maybe I'm 
you know, I give the impression that I think all journalism is awful, and that's not the case. No. It's just I tend to focus on the bad stuff. Uh, and, the, yeah, so I do that every day, um, and that comes out, I tell you, usually before 8 a.m., so I'm usually up about 5.30ish to write that. Wow. And then I break down the newspapers through colour coding. I'm, if people can see I don't know if people can see me. But I love that. Um, I, I do. Uh, so green is, 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 is largely factual. Pink is kind of like newspaperism or the kind of like, you know, hysterical phrasing or tabloidism. And ye- yellow is for um, briefings or, or from you know from either anonymous regurgitated stuff yeah and uh, orange is a a statement or a a bit of opinion and blue is just what you'd call when was when i was working in magazines page furniture or or promo so page furniture like you know the masthead or um in the news or whatever so yeah i have a pile of these here and uh my house is full of newspapers which is sort of it's like being in a cursed library at all times. But you've you've really nailed your and good morning to your uh, associate there. Uh, you've mastered the backdrop. Your backdrop is lovely. Whereas mine, I do look like Mister Trebuchet. What was his name? Do you remember the the hoarder guy? I do, but I can't. Yeah, I can't. The name is not coming to me. Um, well, yeah, this this is a just this narrow right right backdrop but there's also this chaos on either side you see so it's because um, you do a twitch accepted. you do a twitch thing don't you is it a one o'clock i do yeah one o'clock every day uh well every weekday it's called the paper thing and uh, yeah we go through two or three papers a, a day and then sometimes we do uh magazine specials sometimes even of like very old magazines the other day we did this one from the 60s which is like a 60s gossip magazine amazing uh, off the record secrets <laughs> which um is pretty salacious stuff so yeah that's some um, that is what i do uh, well i'm i'm a big fan i am a subscriber and uh you have been up since half past five then which is yes, this is why the monster energy is required no kidding seriously uh you must be ready for cocktails by now uh yeah, it does. It, it, I, I quite often like sort of want to have my lunch at about nine o'clock. Yeah, uh, in the morning. But um, I'm yeah, not, it's fine. I'm not going to lie to you. I had a coffee last Friday morning, and it just felt right to slide in just a little Malibu and a touch of dark rum. <laughs> nice. I'm not going to lie. It was half past nine in the morning, and I, I'm not going to make a habit of it. But I had a great time. It was like being yeah. in a resort, you know, on holiday where you're allowed to do that sort of thing. No one judges you. Yeah, or like an airport or a train. Airport, you're right. Airport drinking, seven a.m. I White feel Russian. like trains is somehow allowed as well. Like trains are allowed, like but I feel like you're you're only allowed beer. Spaces. Yeah, you're allowed like beer or wine. I don't think I think people would take a dim view even of a gin and tonic on a train. Well, you can have the little cans of gin and tonic unless unless mm. you're Diane Abbott, in which case you you right. have to be punished forever. <laughs> uh, see, I can never do your job because you have such good recall. Like, um, well, I don't, I don't know, but yeah, I, it, it's horrible though in a way. I can quite often get readers saying to me, "Oh God, I hope you do other things," because I, I read every single horrible columnist. Like, I have a Spectator subscription purely to see oh, what they're up to. Wow, you know, like it's 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 probably psychologically damaging. Oh, definitely, but uh, definitely, yeah. yeah. What what you're doing to your liver with the monster? 
you're doing to your brain with newspapers. Well, I don't so. drink it every day, and I, I don't drink more than one can in any given day. No, no either, one's. So. Look, I'm not. I'm here to judge. I had my. The liberty. media consumption is far more damaging than that, <laughs> yeah. at, at, at doses not not recommended by uh, by health professionals. So, what has uh, what has uh, passed across your transom since half past five this morning? Well, this morning, this morning, I I wrote um, I wrote a couple of days ago. I wrote a uh, piece called um, "Exiting the Vampire's Palace" about um, about this Prince Harry being on the um, Armchair Expert podcast and and the way that the tabloid press have have well the whole British media really have have um, responded to that interview by claiming oh Prince Harry attacked the Queen's parenting and slagged off Prince Charles and stuff. Which, if you listen to that podcast, is, is very far from the case. It's not a bitter podcast. It's a guy talking about um, generational trauma and the notion that, you know, our parents do their best, but sometimes maybe they didn't do everything right and that you're trying as a parent to do a bit better yourself, um, which is sort of very real. You know, Alan Rushbridge, the former Guardian editor, tweeted something about it last week saying, you know, I wish the British press, when Prince Harris says something, perfectly sensible didn't go off on this sort of um crazy rant but the reason they do that is because what he was actually the the bits that they haven't quoted as much or as extensively are the bits where he says the most stressed i've been in my life was when was when my mother was being i was in a car with my mother being pursued by paparazzi i think the british press you know my, my family has effectively this devil devil's deal with the british media um the way he talks about the fact that there's no real way to escape that. The, what they're on to today is saying, oh, he criticised the um, First Amendment, which he didn't, he sort of didn't. He just sort of said that some of the ways it's applied in America seem a bit crazy to him. But again, it's the way that this stuff is framed. And if you don't go back to the primary sources and the papers don't give you access to the primary sources, the general belief will be Prince Harry was on a podcast slagging off the Queen. So today's edition of the newsletter was a follow up to that. And it's about um, two columnists in particular, Matthew Said and um, Sarah Vine, writing these columns yesterday, which was sort of like as if they were disappointed pet step parents of Prince Harry, <laughs> sort of telling a 36 year old man what he can and can't say and shouldn't say and what he really meant. And mm. um so, yeah, the headline on that was a, a dear newspaper columnist, you're not Prince Harry's real dad. Um, obviously leaving myself open to many James Hewitt jokes, but um, <laughs> I uh, skipped that one. But, yeah, so that, that was today's. But prior, over the past week or so, I've been writing a, a more in-depth and serious series, a four-part series about uh, a guy called John Kay, who was a chief reporter for The Sun. He died recently, and the Sun's obituary of him. Uh, neglected in the first instance and in the printed version to mention that in 1977 he uh, was convicted of manslaughter uh, with diminished responsibility for the killing of his uh, wife, Haru. Uh, they didn't name her and they didn't even mention that that had happened or that he was uh, his defence in court was paid for by the son or that he was welcomed back uh, less than two years later to the son's uh, newsroom where he worked you know for an, another 30 plus years hmm. so um it's really interesting and what i've been trying to do with that series is uh show how uh this japanese woman who was killed age 27 was effectively airbrushed uh from history hmm. um 
by the sun and other people in fleet street and it's continued i mean the times's obituary you know took 10 paragraphs to mention her and and the way she was framed by all of these people in my industry is as a kind of speed bump in the career of an otherwise legendary (laughs) tabloid hack and when you actually look at the stuff the stories he broke most of them boil down to someone rang him up and told him something which is a far cry from a kind of watergate or the pentagon yeah, yeah. papers he you broke know, in at night and yeah 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 and i'm i'm really quite tired of something that happens a lot in journalism which is this kind of veneration of a period in time when journalism was pissed quite racist perverts um ruining other people's lives which is then framed as amazing you know talking truth to power journalists love to talk about Mm. speaking truth to power but i'd say the percentage of stories published in the british media that that would pass that threshold is under two percent say yeah you know there is still some great investigative work in the times for instance or in the or in the guardian very often but Mm. it but it's the minority of the stuff produced yeah by no means the majority you know uh, I mean, pissed, quite racist, perverts. I feel, I feel like I'm two out of three. I'm, I'm on the way uh, with the Malibu. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm two out of three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. Race, we'll see uh, what we know. can do. I'll get there. Don't worry, I'll get 70s there. 70s style yeah. classic racism. Yeah, 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 to, yeah. You know, oh, Indulge in yeah, one of so, Britain's great yeah. hobbies. But according to, <laughs> but according to um, Oliver Dowden, the culture secretary, that's that's just me. Um, you know, doing down Great British history. So yeah, please. Please, why can't I be proud of my country? Oh, so many reasons. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I, I really liked um, in in your, your John Kay stuff that the fact that you sort of said it isn't so much about uh what happened with this manslaughter and stuff it's the fact that the sun historically has been extraordinarily unforgiving of other people who've committed such crimes uh, yeah it's not it's not that they that they gave him his job back afterwards i because i i do i do believe in 
in, in um, rehabilitation, of course, and I think it's really important. But the son include the, the, the one of the craziest things about the case thing is many years later, John Kay was the lead reporter on stories in the Sun when they were trying to get um, the killers of James Bulger their new names published, mm. and 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 this and and they regularly pap uh, people who have. Um, either been convicted of crimes and served their time or people who were falsely accused of crimes like Colin Stagg, who was falsely accused of crimes, um, uh, massively abused by the press. And then they, they packed him and went, look, he spent all his, um, all the money he got in, um, compensation for this happening it's like why what public interest is there is there in going here is a man that you haven't seen for a few years he looks older and he has a job now because he spent the money and then you go yeah and yeah there's no interest in that other than that you are once again getting your revenge on a man that you decide is worthy of getting revenge on for no reason yeah well hopefully we've put ourselves squarely in the firing line with this uh (laughs) yes well um it's been such a treat to talk to you. Um, I would love to have you on again at some point if you're up for it. This is just very yeah, coercive sure. doing that publicly. Sorry, I shouldn't do that. But um, no, I, I would. Say, no, I'm. 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 I'm a. The reason I'm in journalism is because I'm a raging narcissist. So I'm. Oh, perfect. Always, perfect. You know. Welcome. Welcome. Um, uh, and if people want to subscribe, where should they go to? Uh, yeah, just go to brokenbottleboy.substack.com, or you know, you can find the links if you go to my Twitter, which is also brokenbottleboy. There you go. It's been lovely to talk to you. Thanks so much. Take care. Mark, Mike Bryce. This rules the nation. Sounds a bit of a fine thing. With verse. Music happened to be the food of love. Sounds to really make you rub and scrub. Badam, badam, bam, 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 biddly, bam. Bam, 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 biddly, 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 bam. I say, pass the dachi on the left hand side. I say, pass the dachi on the left hand side. He give me music, make me jump and prance. He give me music, make me rockin' at the dance. Hello. Is this the jigs? Yeah, boo yeah? <laughs> wow, yes, yes, yeah, yes it is. 07862032654 if you'd like to leave a voice message. How do Pablo here? Hello to uh, Jake and Mick and the Apostles. Um, just a question for Mick if, if I'm thinking... I'm getting this right. Oh, God damn it, uh, I was too late, sorry. But, um, yeah, just being quite open with um, picking apart headlines and specific writers and journalists' work. Uh, do you ever get any kind of blowback or, or kind of feedback? Or do you think it's ever kind of negatively affected work or, or are you quite specific in the kind of jobs that you take up? That's um, a great sorry question. if I completely misjudged this as uh, a Q&A thing. No, you did it right. I did it wrong. Uh, we'll ask him next time. Sorry, Pablo. Thanks. Barney says, good morning. Uh, everyone's watching on YouTube. Mr. Trebus, that was the guy's name. Mr. Trebus. Trebuchet. How the mind works. Hannah's watching. Her work network is down. So while on hold to IT, can have a sneaky watch. That's good. I know it's a very antisocial hour. I'm sorry about that. Darren says, booze before noon always feels naughty. It does feel naughty, doesn't it? I mean, it's, yeah, it's something, something to watch out for. 
Uh, Jane says uh, that my drink makes a change from her first regular alcoholic tipple. Malibu and pineapple. Underage drinking at its worst. i got time for that. i got plenty of time for that. Rick says booze before noon says holiday to me. Uh, Julie says booze before noon says a day ending in Y to me. Uh, not the question, just the letter. Darren says, I once had a pint of Guinness at about 6am in a Dublin airport in advance of a boozy weekend away. It was glorious. I mean, it's good, but it's... I mean, I think I've told the story before about um, Monday Club, which is this idea that I would drink, uh, you know, why have a hangover over your weekend? Do it on the company dime. So uh, get drunk on a Monday night. And I did it. This is in my 20s. It was hard. It's hard to work through the week. And then I discovered the Monday Club was the name of a neo-Nazi organisation and immediately disbanded it. Um, and uh, Nat says, nice to see Jacob all dressed up in his shirt for this momentous... Yes, I, I did. I put on the shirt. Uh, so there you go. Uh, anyway. Uh, oh, look, Mike answered Pablo's question. Uh, yes, I get lots of blowback and it 100% negatively affects work. So I mostly do freelancing for American outlets or magazines like The Big Issue. Wow. Horrendous. Anyway, uh, lovely to have Mike there on the stream and in the podcast and everything and everything. Uh, it's fantastic, that. Um, and hello, how are you? I, I sort of wanted to get Mike on so that he didn't have to sit there listening to me talking in a slightly self-indulgent way. But, you know, it's been a week since last we spoke and uh, it, it feels like a lifetime. I've, I've only had, I think, about two weeks off in the 18 months or so that this podcast has been running. Uh, I went to France on a mowing holiday, um, really just to get the grass cut. Thanks to Boris Johnson's dad's claws, uh, I was able to go and do that. Uh, one man went to mow, uh, one, no, no, not with his dog. I mean, just given the amount of paperwork involved simply for one man going to mow, I, taking a dog would have been... Uh, a truly, uh, truly nightmarish thing to attempt. Um, I rented a lawnmower. Uh, I found a, a shop. Brico Cash. They love it. Um, I saw you could rent a lawnmower. It's 30 euros for the day. I was like, that's a good idea. I'll do that then. So it arrived. And it just sort of, you know, it had a few bits of dried grass on it because it's a rental lawnmower. What do you expect, you know? That uh, was fine. Uh... Did, did the mowing, just about, you know, the, the mowing window was closing. I mean, it was pretty Herculean. Got all the mowing done. Took it back the next day. And I cleaned it out a bit. And the guy was like, um, oh, c can you, it's a bit dirty. I was like, okay. He's like, can you not clean it a bit more? I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, sure, okay, yeah. Went outside, uh, had some garden gloves in the uh, bongo, uh, cleaned off all the grass and stuff, took it back. He was like, hmm, still a bit dirty, isn't it? Still a bit dirty. I was like, but it was kind of like, he was like, you know, I, I'd be much happier if you pressure washed it. Have you not got a pressure washer? I was like, no, I haven't got a pressure washer. I, I, mm, I'd really like you to pressure wash it. I was like, okay. So loaded it back into the van. Uh, drove around, found a garage that had, you know, those pressure washers like for cars to wash your car. But I only had one euro. It was my one euro to put in shopping trolleys. I had one euro's worth of pressure washing that I could do, which it turns out is not a lot. So I managed to basically get it done and it was done and it was clean. And I had to fill it up with petrol, which he hadn't explained to me. Took it back. 
And I was like, here you go. Here it is. He was like, hmm. Look at that green. There was like a green bit on the bottom, like a very faint green. You know when it's like, it's not grass, it's just green dye. It's just puree. Like it's juice of grass. Tiny bit. He was like, what, haven't you got anything to wipe with? Why couldn't you wipe that? I was, have you not got anything to wipe with? And I went, yep. And this is in front of other customers. Wiped off this last little offending small green part and went back and I was like, is it perfect? Are you happy? Can I go now? This is all in French. Uh, and he was like, huh, yes, yes, it's fine. Because yeah, finally he realized that the customers were staring at him like, who is this guy? And uh, I was like, can I do anything else for, while I'm here? Why don't I wipe your shoes down? And he was like, oh, no, no, it's fine. Thank you. I was like, are you, ha are you sure you're happy? Because I want to make sure you, and I said, I can guarantee your happiness because I'm never going to be coming here again. <laughs> so um, uh, that was that. Oh, it is Mick. It's not Mike. I'm sorry, Mick. Oh, God. Just catching up on the chat there. Mick Wright. I suck. How do you get that so wrong? A lifetime of broadcasting. MIC is generally pronounced. Anyway, I apologize, Mick. I suck. Anyway, that's what I've been uh, getting up to. And then self-isolating. Uh, last week was a knock at the door. Uh, guy goes, uh, hello, is this you? And he holds up his phone. It's got my name on it. I'm like, yes. He's like, all right, it's NHS Test and Trace. Are you self-isolating? Yes. Like, Good, okay. Uh, can we help you with anything? I was like, no. And uh, that was a bit scary. But it's good to know, isn't it? It's good to know. Good to know that they're they're doing that. Uh, anyway, um, I think uh, should we 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 could have some uh, have some emails. We've got some emails from you. Don't forget tomorrow we need to choose a news story uh, or cultural thing uh, to talk about to make a musical about. But uh, we've got this from Neil. Hello, Mr. Jake. It's been a while. There was this whole thing, probably seen on the news, terrible business. Still, they were doing their best. Anyway, I dived, or was it dove, back into the podcast today. was immediately reminded of a similarly combative theatrical arts teacher moment from school. Oh, yeah, I was talking about my drama teacher. This was like a month ago. We were, I believe, creating some kind of music and drama event concerning... Uh, that's not my burnt lips, that's me attempting to pronounce <laughs> So, not a comedy. And as a class, I think we were being kept late whilst we got to grips with it. I don't know if we ever did, but that's beside the point. One of my classmates, Simon, had a particularly miserable demeanour at the best of times, and it wasn't being made any better by the fact that the delay in leaving would severely upset his already convoluted journey home. Our teacher, whose name I'm afraid I cannot recall, probably for the best, was rather frantically trying to wrangle a class load of unenthusiastic actors. Finally, she reached her limit and snapped the following, which has stuck in my mind for years, mainly because it always felt like absolutely the worst solution to the problem. Simon, if you don't cheer up, I'll put you in detention. I don't think it worked. Anyway, hope you and all the Yapplingtons are well. All the best. Neil, this one. Not that one. Thanks very much. It's uh, not today at swanburst.com. Hedy says, Dear Jape, have you... Uh, always the thrill of anticipation when I get something from Hedy. Have you noticed that a certain ovoid-shaped hollow chocolate that contains a toy, I'm with you, has representations of smiling, blue-eyed and blonde-haired children with the obvious traits of the so-called Aryan race? I have. 
Yeah. That brand is pretty Teutonic, isn't it? The name Kinder Egg is obviously German. All very strange. My suspicions were finally confirmed when I broke one open and discovered a miniature Panzer IV inside. For legal reasons, no, he didn't. P.S. The ice lollies I purchased from a well-known supermarket chain disappointingly did not have a joke traditionally inscribed on the stick, so I decided to amend that that situation. See picture. Here we go. Why did the chicken go to the seance? <laughs> what did the zero say to the eight? What does Charles Dickens keep in his uh, in his spear act apartment? I don't know. Why should you not say 2882? And what do you call a fake noodle? Very good. I can't remember the answers to any of those jokes, but I hope you enjoyed the setup. <laughs> Let's have an actual dad joke from Neil. Question, what do you call a man with a seagull on his head? Answer, runner-up in the how many seagulls can you get on your head competition. The winner managed to. That's brilliant. Thank you very much indeed for that. Okay. Well... It's been a morning. It's like a crepe first is the worst. Uh, and we did it. We got through it. That's a relief. I'm happy about that. I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, have a think about what you'd like a musical made of. Uh, you can, uh, yeah, When Teachers Snap, Pablo suggests on YouTube. Hashtag When Teachers Snap. Uh, I'd love that. You can email nottoday at swanburst.com. Uh, you can tweet at nottodaypod. I should probably check that before I go. Or you can put a comment in the YouTube chat at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Uh, that's it. It's over. We did it. Thank God. I'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget, 07862 is the number to call. I mean, not call. That's a dumb thing to say. Don't call it. I'll just be like, who's this? I'm not answering that. But something on WhatsApp. 07862032654. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. 